Derek, DW Co. Show, how are you, dude? Man, been having a really good day so far. How about you over there? <laughs> what was that? How about you over there? Over there. You're kind of getting into the brand new sound right up front, I feel like. <laughs> what, what indicated that? I'm not sure. It was the way that you led with the sentence. Uh, I'm, so you're saying I'm getting pretty predictable up in here on the DW Co. Show. I think you're getting... Uh-oh. Pretty predictable. Ah, dang. That means I got to start mixing it up a little bit. But <laughs> while I'm trying to think about mixing it up, why don't you play us some brand news? Yeah, brand news. You know, <laughs> we're going to talk about our weekends and why we're feeling so lackadaisical, footloose and fancy free. The news you didn't know you needed from the people you didn't know were giving it. It's brand news with D. White and Company. Ransomware rocks higher ed, Duval eases back into its groove, and DW Co. catches a breather. It's brand news. Ransomware rocks higher ed. Cyber attacks are hitting colleges and universities across the country, and reports indicate ransomware attacks in California, New York, and North Carolina have crippled internal systems, slowed down course delivery, and created chaos on campus. And every indicator says the attacks won't be slowing down anytime soon. Man, this is, uh, it's not just higher ed either, by the way. I mean, small businesses are getting mm-hmm. rocked. Everyone's getting rocked with cyber warfare right now. And I feel pretty, uh, I feel it's something that we need to get real about. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the interesting part about this scenario is we know people personally that are going through this issue Absolutely. too. And it's a stressful one uh, from what it looks like from our side. A lot. I pulled, when we were doing the brand news section, I pulled up. News sto- new stories, I just typed in universities ransomware. You're seeing ransomware attacks on schools, departments, big and small across the country. And we named a few there, but that's just a touch. We, yeah. we need to stop worrying about AR-15s and Space Forces and start worrying about this because this is a major, major issue. And right now, it's cr- I mean, it's crippling pretty much. I mean... Everyone slowed down as a result of it. Yeah, and we're going to be very digital moving forward. I don't (laughs) see us going less digital in the future. So, you know, those are things that we're going to have to tackle. And just like, just specifically for universities, like we're talking about personal data, social security, uh, financial security, all kinds of things that like there's access to so much that could just, yeah, like you said, cripple is a very good word for it. Keeping, keeping, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, keep some backup copies. What are you looking at there? That looked oh. really interesting. You, you had sort of why is higher ed a target for uh, this uh, ransomware, these cyber attacks? What Which are the three major. points on that infographic there? What does it say down there? What are those? So it says, say? why is higher ed an appealing target? Yeah, what are those? Those little headlines. Personal data? Yep. Open access? Yep. Remote operations, research. Outdated systems. Oh yeah. Ooh, oh, what you know yeah. about that one? Oh yeah. And then uh, large untrained user networks. Yep. And I'd say all there of those things it. are like pretty easily accessible, especially this. Um, you know, uh, what was it? outdated systems. Many schools are still using legacy tech systems that can be easily exploited. Um, That's interesting. That's good stuff. 
That's good stuff. Schools have many users who lack security awareness and can unknowingly admit malware onto their networks through their personal devices or applications. So the tech that you're using, they also don't know how to properly use the tech without right. giving you know, these people that are out here doing these cyber attacks just what they need to do it, you know? So this stuff is crazy. This is crazy. Protect your data, y'all. Duvalis is back into its groove. Alex Safakis, president of JWB Real Estate Capital, is scheduled to speak at the Downtown Council 8 a.m. Friday, May 21st, about upcoming development projects in downtown Jacksonville. Visit downtowncouncil.org to sign up. And don't forget to sign up for the Downtown Council Fit Club. It meets in front of the Chamber of Commerce building downtown, 6 p.m. Tuesday, May 25th. Oh, you can oh. register for that at go. downtowncouncil.org. That's right, downtowncouncil.org. So yeah, Alex Safakis coming to, from JWB Capital. I, you know, developers, great, excited they're there. But there's a lot going on, and JWB has a lot to do with it. We went on the walking tour, and uh, Catherine Derringer was yeah. there with us. She's with JWB Realty, mm-hmm. and she gave us the she showed us the landscape of this. JW owns this one. JWB owns this one. You know, yeah, they do own a lot of the, they the do. buildings, and I think they actually bought some of the ones that the church. Uh, sold off, I uh, believe. Yeah. Let's I, double check that, but I, I'm I will. interested. I'm pretty sure that's what they said while we were on the tour. I don't know how many. Yeah, but um, it'd be interesting. I, you know, I like learning about what they're doing in the city. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it sounds really cool, but also they had that really interesting fact that you know, uh, historic buildings and stuff. A lot of them in Jack, downtown Jacksonville are historic buildings, but they have to go through the state parks and um, uh, what was the. <laughs> It take, it's a long process to get some of these projects cleared with renovations and things like that. And they said it's usually like about a six to nine month process, but with COVID uh, sure. still going on there, they said that they're super backed up. Well, listen, this is a, this is a common uh, tension in any city, uh, especially with development and historic development. You put the historic uh, markers on because they preserve these buildings, but you also want to see them used and, and a part of uh, the landscape. All right, let's finish up here. And finally, DW Co. catches a breather. As higher ed professionals take their first vacations in more than a year, DW Co. is cleaning up the job files and prepping for a summer full of branding and admissions marketing projects. Need to catch up on what's happened this year? Listen to season two of DW Co. show on DW Co. radio every day from 7 p.m. till 7.30 Eastern time. Yeah, it's been nice to kind of have a breather. Uh, I think that people in higher ed have really needed it. They've been pretty worn out. They've gone through a lot. They've all been in cluster zones. Yeah, I know that I was had sent out some emails to some of our clients last week, and they're saying, "Oh, sorry, we're getting back from a retreat. <laughs> We've been, you know, finally taking that." You were talking about, you know, because it's been a busy year that that, sure. that time off is kind of bunched up at the end of the year because they they've had to keep working. Well, it often does, but then with a the pandemic, I mean, they just had to forego it. A lot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's good. It's good to for us to catch a breather. And you know, we were just talking earlier that feels like we're on top of the week already, and just moving through it, and know exactly what we're doing. And it's uh, it helps when the weather's beautiful outside too. Well, Derek, I'm curious what you did this weekend. I went and saw my mother, my grandmother, my aunt. My mom beat uh, stage four cancer in October of 2019, and I saw her a few times. I think the last time I saw her was in March of 2020, right before the pandemic. So got to go down to Tampa and see her and hang out. Also got to go to the Florida Master Gardener sale in, in Micanopy. I'm super into Florida native plants, as you may know. Pretty awesome. Brought a rain barrel nice. home. Pretty awesome. Did you bring any plants home with you? 
They're they're already planted. Oh, I see them out there. Ooh, I gotta go check out. Take the a look at that. I go go check. ahead and take a look. I'm, I'm looking. Hold on one sec. Yeah. Do you see them? Do you see them right there? See those? Uh, that's like now a native kind of bed with wildflowers and stuff. Nice. Yeah, I think it looks good. And we're working on it. I like the rain. The rain barrel it's is just cool. a rough cut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that'll help. Maybe start growing them even a little bit faster and yeah. stuff like that. So but, what'd you do this weekend? Well, well I was going to ask you okay, yeah, specifically. Yeah. You sent a picture of. Uh, did you pick some blueberries? Oh yeah, and then we stopped in. Oh, <laughs> this is pretty funny. Yeah. So we stopped in uh, Gaines, just outside of Gainesville. Gainesville's gorgeous, and it's so fertile. There's so many things that grow there. Yeah. And they had uh, this. You pick them. All these you pick them blueberry uh, farms. And we just literally slammed on the brakes and pulled into one. Aunt Zelma's, that's where we went. And we picked blueberries. I mean, we got them in there in the uh, uh, refrigerator right now if you that's want to. That's cool. Some. I'll probably try one of them. That sounds... It's yeah. pretty, it was pretty awesome. Now, I will say, this was a little distracting. I don't know what's going on, but you're in this like peaceful, I mean, amazing blueberry field setting. Except for every few minutes, you hear... Boom! <laughs> <laughs> some that? sort of like shotgun blast <laughs> or someone hunting in the woods or something. But like, literally you're just like, you're picking blueberries and then you're like, Boom, and you're like, Oh, what? Are we okay? Yeah, like, right. You're like hitting yeah. the ground. So that then I don't know. I mean, maybe a noise abatement plan there or something, but uh, it's random, very right. peaceful. Other than the fact that they're, <laughs> you got to watch over your shoulder yeah. every time, you know, somebody's walking around with some kind of firearm. Reenacting the Civil War right next door or something <laughs> like awesome. that. It sounds like cannonballs, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. That seemed like sure. a fun trip, yeah. Good to get away from Jacksonville for a second and whatnot. And yeah. That's awesome. Here's a marketing tip from D. White & Company. Find more marketing tips at dwhiteandco.com. Hey guys, good morning. It's a, actually, it's a beautiful morning out here. It's going to be 86 degrees today. It's nice and cool right now. And listen to this. Birds are chirping, so we're feeling pretty good. And for some reason, what I'm thinking about is brand message. I'm thinking specifically about how important it is for your brand message to be memorable. A lot of uh, ad agencies, people, brand consultants, people that do this work will spend a lot of time and money selling you a very complete and thorough brand. And by the way, I think that's a great thing. You need to do your research, you need to build it out, and you need to write it down. But specifically when it comes to brand message, if people can't remember it, it's not gonna go very far. So how do you get people to remember it? Well, number one, it has to be clear. You have to have a clear brand message. If people don't understand it, if it's too complicated, it doesn't really matter what business you're in, it's not gonna go very far. And then the second thing is you have to train for it. You have to become an advocate for your brand in the organization because quite frankly, no one else is. They're too busy doing other things. So if training is not a part of your brand rollout, I highly suggest that you consider it. All right, I'm gonna enjoy some more of the birds chirping for a little while and we'll talk again soon. See you guys later, bye. That's this week's marketing tip from D. White & Company. Find more marketing tips at dwhiteandco.com. You can email D. White & Company at Darren, at D-A-R-R-E-N, at dwhiteandco.com. Given that scenario and given the uh, the keep it on brand that you sure. came up with this week, we're Indeed. also going to, we're just going to play another game. I like the games. Yeah. I know you're you're nervous about the pressure of coming up with games, <laughs> I, I can feel. I like when other people play come up with the games and then I like dominate the You games. just want to play the game I and like win it. playing and winning, yeah. But didn't you umpire this weekend? I 
Yeah, I, I did. I one of us I is a, a licensed umpire. I facilitate. I'm actually not licensed. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't take I, my experience um, held off enough for them to say, yeah, you can umpire with us. We'll talk more about that. Okay, let's so, hear this game. What do you got? <laughs> what do you got? It's a little game of good tone, bad tone. So good tone, bad tone. You know, just like you said, there's three core things that we talk about. Message, voice, and tune. The other three core things we talk about in this show is higher ed, Jacksonville, and us. D. White and Company. Right. So I thought that we'd have a scenario for each. Okay. And you can determine whether. Uh, this is a, or actually, I'm going to give you three options, mm-hmm. and you're going to pick out the correct tone for the scenario. It's a, re, it's a response to a scenario that's happening at this place. So let me make sure I've got this right. So yes. you're going to feed me a scenario. Yes. And then there will be sort of a choose your own adventure. Yes. Sort of three responses, and there's sort of a right response, and maybe some wrong response. There's a right response. There's a, yeah. So and when we find out what happens if we choose the wrong thing, that could be interesting. You know what I mean? I think we, we can could, make it I up. I think we can make it up is kind okay. of maybe where I'm at with that. So okay. how, I like it. How about we kick it off with okay. higher ed, as we always do? Okay. All right. So what is this called again? This is called Good Tone, Bad Sing Tone. Sing us a little song. You know, get us, get us in. Mm. No. Good tone. You don't want that bad tone. Good tone. Never take that bad tone to your mom's house. Good tone. tone. It's important to your brand. Tom. Oh, <laughs> okay. Good tone, bad tone. Let's do it. All right. Here's I'm gonna set up. I'm gonna set up the scenario. That was pretty good. That was great. Can we make that a promo? Yeah. Sure. Here's the scenario. Uh huh. University. Okay. There's been a cyber attack at your school. Just talking about that. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right. Here are the responses. Okay. A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. This is the university going to the public. Okay. okay. A. Don't worry, your records are safe with us. Okay. B, your records, social security, financial aid, literally just got exposed to all of the world. That's crazy. <laughs> or C, we're taking this issue head on immediately and ensure that your data and records are secure here as a valued student of Reeves University. Uh, I like Reeves University. Uh, me too. <laughs> so, okay, so what I'm hearing is, uh, one thing is just to put a positive spin on it and fill it with happy talk. I'm hearing the yeah. second one is just panic. <laughs> and the third one is to be transparent, yeah, to yeah. admit the issues, yeah. keep people updated with what they need to know, and take some responsibility. Yeah. So obviously it's choice B. No, no it's course, choice C. Yeah, yeah. I like no, choice, choice C. Choice B is very like, I think the Gen Z approach of yeah. just like literally just got exposed. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Just like, I think they like. Privacy not means really, nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Well, yes, C's correct. That's the empathetic one. It's okay. the one that is, uh, we're taking care of the issue. And right. It's the one that's building trust and back it's, with it's, the university. It's, as I say, it's rooted in trust and it's built on actual real uh, tangible things that you're doing, right? Real transparency, and it's a process yeah. that continues to happen. Yeah, absolutely. no doubt. Awesome. Good okay, start. Duval next. One right? and zero. Duval is next, and uh, of recent. Events, oh, do you have any interstitial music? You had a theme song. Do you have something like in between them that could happen? <laughs> I don't know. Scooby Bop. Let's get to the Jaguars. <laughs> How about that? And I love that you say Jaguars because they used to always kind of tease Jacksonville people for saying calling them the Jaguars. Uh, and I call it the, the Jaguars, and not that I'm fa- I mean, I have messed up dialect in general, oh, but yeah. like, 
but I'm just saying, like, it's interesting that you naturally call them the Jaguars. As opposed to, like, Jags? Jaguars. Oh. It's not Jaguars. Oh, you're saying, my, you're saying my Midwestern, well, top I, of the Southwest... I'm not sure what that. I mean, I'm, my I'm not, speech is is off. I'm man. not critical Jaguars. of it. I'm just saying. No, I'm not Jaguars. correcting it. I'm just saying you say it jaguars. Oh yeah. Some people say it jag. I say it jaguars. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I do. I've always said jaguar. Jaguars. See, now, now you're thinking. I'm about in my own head about it. It sounds like a thing. Now, listen here, you jaguar. You jaguar. <laughs> Yeah, that's for Jaguars. Jaguar. <laughs> that just doesn't come out naturally for me. Jaguars. Jaguars. I'm gonna work on it. I, you know, I've lived here for three, three years. They'll they'll uh, they'll they'll help. <laughs> okay, give me one on these Jaguars. All right, here's a scenario for the Jaguars. Listen here, Jaguars. The Jaguars. <laughs> the Jaguars just drafted Trevor Lawrence. Okay. All right, here's our options. We're talking tone here. Mm-hmm. A. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence secured Tim Tebow in addition. We're promising nothing. I'm so sorry. What was the qu- hit the question again? J- the Jaguars drafted or scenario. Okay. Yeah, Jaguars drafted Trevor Lawrence, and this is the Jaguars' response to okay. the world. Okay. Trevor Lawrence secured. Tim Tebow added. We're promising nothing less than a Super Bowl in Duval this season. Go bold. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. B. Losing seasons are not the standard that Duval wants for its future. We've got a young team ready to work, hungry to learn. And day one of training starts now. Okay. And C, number one draft pick, question mark. Let's take the let's take some time to celebrate and then we'll get back to the grind. <laughs> uh well, so what I'm hearing is um, you know, I'm 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 sort of hearing a uh, just get cocky and bold. No offense we've we've mentioned journalists, uh, sort of the Nate Monroe approach. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. Air conditioner just kicked on. I'll, I'll stall for time while you uh, while you take care of that okay. world class studio here at DWJ. Yeah, right. yeah sort of action. like what Nate Monroe did in Big Cat Country in that article, where he was mm-hmm. just like, "Get Ben, everyone, you jaguars. <laughs> We've got Trevor Lawrence, and we're going to win. Suck it." Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean that was funny, and I was a big fan of it, but probably not not the right response for the the Jaguars organization to the public. The second one, um, what was the third one again? The third one was um, number one draft pick question mark. Let's take some time to celebrate and get back to the grind next week. That's kind of a just like let's party kind of vibe. Mm. I guess it's the second one, although, you know, I'd just say from a message perspective, I wouldn't be leading with the losing seasons. Mm, that's a good note. Good edit. Is B right? Is B the correct? B is the answer yeah. that I had there. You want to read it again? Yeah, I said uh, losing seasons are not the standard that Duval wants for its future. We've got a young team ready to work, hungry to learn, and day one of training starts now. Yeah, I think there's some great... Is that an actual quote? No. Oh, came up with that myself. It's good work, Derek. I should write for the Jaguars. The Jaguars. But... <laughs> Yeah, no, you have to pronounce it correctly to work there. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that I think that's uh, there's some good things there. We've got it. The Jaguars are a young brand, you know, even from from football perspective. I mean, they're what thirty years old or so, yeah, or maybe less. Yeah, um, they're a young brand. Uh, Trevor is a young talent. They've got a lot of work to do. They have had glorious uh, seasons in the very early days, but not some in a long time, or at least in a few years. It can be done. So. I think we need to get over this message of we're tired of losing. Jacksonville can and has won before. 
Yep. Like, you know, like, let's just kind of move past that and move to the second part. Here's the steps we have. And I go back to the, the kind of transparency message. Show us what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know. Get us involved. We, we want to support this, this, this community wants to support this team, but uh, you got you to meet us halfway. I'm going to give you an opportunity to write, to respond with an updated line. No, I like yours. I just okay. strike that line. Just I'm strike not gonna, the first one out? I'm not a hard editor, you know? <laughs> I'm just going to make some cuts. I'm not going to sit there and Perfect. nickel and dime you. I like on. it. Good deal. Well, good. Yeah, you're two and zero. Oh. Okay. This is fun conversation. Yeah. I wouldn't say the questions are super hard, but well, I know, but this is sort of a whose line is it anyway? No of doubt. Games. That's kind yeah. of how we do this. Yeah, the points don't matter here. No. All right. <laughs> Maybe we should make them matter. We could do that later. Maybe later. Yeah. Get a scoreboard rolling. Play against a fan. Ooh. Super subscriber Chuck Greason. If you want to be on the show, uh, pay two ninety nine. I'll tell you what, a <laughs> trivia off between a pop culture trivia off between Chuck and I'd be pretty interesting. That would be good. That'd be a pretty good one. All, All right, right. Well, you gonna, got a third one of these? I'm gonna mark that one down. Got any more brain here's the, here's the last here's the last one. Okay. Here's the scenario. Yeah. A client of D. White and Company's won an award for a university rebrand. Yeah. That's the scenario, okay? Okay. Now, how is DW Co. responding? Ah, I see what you're saying. Sorry, this pinata fell and stabbed me in the back. Ow. (laughs) Jeez. This little thumbtack got me. Ow, I think it's in my chair. Ow. It is. You just keep sitting on it. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. Okay. All right. Jeez. Okay. Client won an award for a university rebrand. Here's DW Co.'s response. Okay. Working with Reeves University was fun. Take a look at the work. Okay. That's uh, that's it. Um, B, the results are in and they are award winning. Okay. DW Co. partnered with Reeves University for their university rebrand and the results are already paying off. Or C, we're excited for Reeves University. I don't know that they could have done it without DW Co.'s yeah. help, though. <laughs> yeah. What do you think is the correct... Uh, how is DW Co. responding in that situation? Well, I'd say something more like B. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little but, more But I active. think here's the point you're getting to. Who was it? Harry Truman. He said, it's amazing what can get done if people aren't worried about who gets the credit. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things I love about DW Co. is we could sit here and make these like really quantitative case studies of everything we're doing. And you can prove that work. We've got those results. We talk about they're them. They're online. They're online. I didn't know that, but I'm glad they are. Um, but I think the key thing is that's not the business you and I are in. Uh, we're slow growthers for a reason because we're trying to, uh, because we really believe in the schools that we work for yeah, and we want to see them succeed and it's more important uh, for us to take any role whatsoever. Like, not just to be, I'm sick. You know, I saw consultants walk in the door. <laughs> I was not a fan. Yeah. You know, and you're trying to be a little different than that. Sure. And, um, you know, maybe they'll chew us up and spit us out. I don't know. But probably not. Well, you go to like, you know, you've talked about this, going to like conferences and stuff like that. Yeah. You, you know, you often find the connections with people that are, not looking for that stiff personality yeah. and the business, you know, you're just looking to go collaborate with people a little bit. And, you know, if work comes out of it, awesome. If not, we've networked them with somebody else. I think it, I think it'd be wise for both uh, humans uh, or, <laughs> well, I think it will be wise for both higher ed and consultants to be more human. Mm. 
um, and to show themselves being more vulnerable. Right. I think when you look like these uh, sort of unpierceable institutions, and there's reasons for that, including legal liability. And I think that's important. There, there is a lot of uh, concern about legal liability. You say the wrong thing, you do the wrong thing. You can't just be loose. Yeah. It's not what I'm saying, but you can be human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's uh, sort of key. But I think the key thing is uh, we need to take a more collaborative approach, both inside of higher ed and, and those of us that are working outside of the campus, but working in the space, because ultimately we're, we're in the space because we want to see uh, these students and uh, folks thrive. Yeah, and the universities that are, uh, you know, doing this well, tone, being empathetic with the students and knowing them the best, those are the ones going to win in the end. So. I think so. And now it's time for a story from Shelly from this week's team meeting. You got your Shelly, what's up on your board this week? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this one's going to take some explaining. Keep your chips, chill, sideways smile face. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm like nailing the emojis and stuff with these That's like cool. old school. Yeah. Some of my letters are crooked though. Um, I, I need explanation because I'm more of like a hot chips guy, so. Like nachos? Like my chips warm when I'm dipping them in queso, yeah. So you're specifically talking about tortilla chips, but there are many chips that exist in this uh, world. Okay, elaborate. And specifically, we were talking about some like neon disgusting flavor of Doritos um, that I went over to a friend's house to hang out and they've got this really rad like old school 1950s, like literally the color of this pink refrigerator in the garage that came with the house. Um, covered in stickers is totally the beer fridge so go out there and get something to eat and there's a bag of dorito chips just in the door and i'm like who keeps their chips in the fridge like it's hmm. very confusing they'll get soggy they're cold right. it's yeah. a weird concept so it just became this big joke and then one day said friend was um not having a great day and i just said hey keep your chips chill and then it just became kind of the, the saying for that so so it feels like keep your chips chill is sort of like keep your chips something chill. bad has happened but like slow your roll a little like just keep your chips chill. Let's not yeah. panic. It's like oh. a don't panic kind of message. Totally. Yeah. My armpits are so sunburned. I have to remind myself, like, keep your chips chill. It'll go away in a few days. Just what about keep your pits chill. Ooh. Tune in to Shelly's show on DW Co Radio to hear more incredible stories like this one. Found only on dwhiteandco.com slash radio. Derek, what's going on in on brand off brand this week? We got a little funny story that I ran across earlier, and uh, this is a um, a recent event, very Jacksonville esque. Yeah, and a topic that we I don't know tend to talk about a little bit. Yeah, I like that you're chewing gum for this, by the way. It was important to have yeah. for this segment, like the one thing to not do. But I like it. I like the vibe. <laughs> it's just there for <laughs> freshness, fresh breath. Yeah. Well, hey. Anyways, on brand, okay. off brand. It's fun week. to listen. It's fun to hear it. Like this really like, what is that called? ASMR or AMSR? What is it like the auto? What is that called? I'm not sure. You have no clue. You're the audio guy here. <laughs> audio guy? What are you talking about? Derek. Good Lord. ASMR, autonomous sensory meridian response. Sometimes autosensory meridian response is the tingling sensation that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck. And so, you know, like on YouTube, there'll be all these people that are like, okay, oh, now yeah. you're going to sleep. You, yeah. you know, like yeah. it makes it, that's ASMR. Ah, I got you. Okay. 
Go on with a, the Leonard Skinner. A story doesn't have to just appeal to the heart. It can also appeal to the spine. Where does that come from? That came from a Logic album. Yeah. Okay, hit me with Anyways, this Leonard Skinner thing. So. <laughs> I will say this is a Clay County uh, thing. This is Clay County, actually. Yep. Yeah. Headline: Jacksonville homeless man arrested with trailer after trailer. No. Let me restart. You're totally wrong. See, you've already convicted him. Uh, uh, this, and I'm going to tell you something. This is why. Like, okay. This is this Jack. Okay, the, I'm sitting here reading it as well. Jacksonville homeless man arrested after trailer. With Leonard Skinner memorabilia stolen. Talk about two things that may or may not connect. Like we've convicted him because he's a homeless man, first and foremost, yeah. in the headline. Right. Yeah. Like they wouldn't say Jacksonville apartment dweller arrested after trailer with Leonard Skinner memorabilia right. stolen, That's true, right? Yeah. That's true. So, yeah. and secondly, they didn't. So, just to hop into this, they arrested this 38 year old homeless guy in Orange Park. They still haven't found the trailer. So who knows if he stole it or not? Are we going to hear a follow-up on this? That's true, yeah. I don't, this is the most up-to-date article we've <laughs> so seen. Got it. See, so this is how media... And I, this, people talk about media manipulating and stuff like that. This is how media actually manipulates, with laziness. That's the real problem. The real issue is not right or left. It's laziness. I mean, it's also right. But um, <laughs> like, <laughs> Jacksonville home... So the police came and said... This trailer stolen, and then someone came and said, uh, th they asked the police, what's the update? They said, well, we've arrested a homeless man in connection with it. Okay, well, have you found the trailer? No. You've done nothing. You've done nothing. Last they saw with the trailer was uh, this footage cam connected to this uh, you know, Ford Explorer, I think. Sure, and if they find it, that's cool. I get it. But I'm just saying, like, this is a dumb headline. And then, and then what they want us to do is hop on here and be like, oh, oh, Jacksonville, homeless guy. I trust the homeless people here. I don't trust the leadership. Yeah. That's my problem. I talk to homeless people in this town. A lot of them are very, fairly trustworthy, depending on the day. Yeah, sure. And uh, most of the guys in leadership particularly the people given this information, how can you trust that? That's nothing. That's no information. And it just got just fed out. Isn't that stupid? Doesn't that sound stupid to you? It sounds stupid to me. It's a little accusing, yeah. 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 <laughs> like I'm poking holes in your on-brand, off-brand here. <laughs> I just brought, I brought it to the table. I'm letting you dissect it. <laughs> you're, you're looking at me like, Darren, you're on a tear today. <laughs> Am I tell me where I'm wrong? I mean, like poke holes in it. I'm I'm telling you, but I'm just like, it's I, I just I get so irritated at journalists just quoting police information officers and acting like that's journalism. That's not journalism. Mm -hmm. That's 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 amplifying a message. That's being a guitar amplifier. They plug you in and turn you up. Seriously. Yeah, sure. So you're saying that this is a uh a little on-brand or off-brand. So we, I guess we have a few avenues to talk about. Do you about want this. me to talk about it? I'll you, tell you. You've got an on-brand, off-brand journalism aspect? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm an expert on this. I can speak to this. I have a, I have a journalism degree. No doubt. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I don't know. That makes me an expert. But I do read the paper, and I will say, I think this is on-brand. Uh, on, it is on-brand. It's on-brand for Clay County. But I think Jacksonville is... Uh, blessed, and I really mean this, with one of the better local papers I've ever seen.
Mm-hmm. You have a fantastic city columnist in Nate Monroe. Um, you have a number of, of really, really talented uh, reporters. I think David Bauerlein is one. Uh, Emily Block is fairly new here. I know she's done work that people have liked. Um, and uh, it's they work they pair with ProPublica, which is a great uh, journalism resource. Uh, actually, they are connected to the Society of Professional Journalists as well. And so one of the reasons that uh, their investigation of JEA was so effective is because they practiced real journalism. And, and Mary Kelly Pauka, I think, I don't know, I don't hang out with these people. I don't right. necessarily, I don't never meet your heroes, right? But um, th- she's a fantastic editor of that paper. She does a great job. So I would say this is very off-brand. This is very on-brand for Clay County. Sure. Who's, they're always in the news for... Um, wielding media, particularly as it, it comes to police and sheriffs, poorly. But as far as uh, really reporting, you get Jacksonville gets first-rate reporting in a way that few communities of this size get. Now, you can read it. You can agree or disagree. I often disagree with people. I, I'm someone, I think we've mentioned this with the gas tax. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Times Union's kind of cheerleading that gas tax a little bit. And I... <sighs> Big mistake. I, do we need the investment? Yes. Will I pay it? Sure, I'll pay it, right? Do we need to start having good government in this city? Yes. And that's why people are irritated. That's why people are not supporting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're irritated because they're sick of wasting money. Why do we have to always pick up the tab? So I say off on-brand Clay County, off-brand Duval. What do you think, Derek? I think that's pretty, yeah. I think that lines up and is pretty accurate. And, uh, you know, we've definitely heard from all these, some of these reporters and writers and stuff in, in the media. We talk to them on Twitter and things like sure. that, you know, like, and, and we know of the work that they are consistently doing. They're not just once in a, every once in a while a journalist. They are, they're consistently doing their job correctly. And I think you have definitely elaborated right. on that in this conversation. So, yes, <laughs> I got to give you some time. No, to talk. no, I, and, I, you had a solid point. I, and I'm they are it. also wrong. And this is something that I think people need to understand. J- the job of journalist is not to be completely right. It's to follow a story and develop that story and to correct the record mm-hmm. and to correct the record accurately. And you know, from what I've seen, the Times Union does that. So, uh, you know, they got a lot of struggles, but I don't know. But Derek, I have dominated this on-brand, off-brand with my terrible personality yet again. And I think we need, I think we need. Who you. has told you ever that you have a terrible personality? Oh. No, come oh. on. Oh, oh come <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, you don't know. <laughs> but we need you, we need yeah, you sure. to put new, to, to wash that salty, fresh air mm. in here with your thoughts. And I'm going to shut up. This is this is Derek unfiltered. This Derek untapped. I'm gonna yeah, Derek untapped. I'm gonna change course on the Please. whole theme of the entire show, and I'm gonna give you something that you could relate to. Thank you. And you used to talk about a little bit that I just got back in the swing of consistently this morning. Okay, hit me. Don't forget to floss. Oh, dental health is mental health. Exactly. Yes. I was doing it this morning. I was like, oh, Darren used to put uh, these videos on Twitter of him flossing and talking mm-hmm. about the importance of flossing. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it. And I do it usually, but not consistently. I'd say for the last month, it's been pretty pretty crappy. Yeah. Very, very poor consistency. But I, this morning, I was like, wow, that is a very important part of, yeah, health in general. Hygiene. It's all good. So... 
Dental health is mental health. Dental. That's the quote today. Dental health is mental health. Dude, I love it. I love it. Derek, <laughs> what do we have to uh, what do we have to look forward to at DWCO next week? Next week is you know what next week is, right? No. We're jumping back into some more projects. Darren and I are working on some ads right now. And so, uh, you know, I just talked to some of our clients this morning and the magazine is out the door. They're ready to get it online and things like that. Great. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, look out for that. If that is uh, published within this week or next week, we'll, we'll be for, uh, share that with you guys too. And um, more DW Co. shows on DW Co. Radio. And, and one more thing for this week. Happy yeah. birthday, Jessica. Happy birthday birthday jessica my wife jessica's birthday is wednesday may 19th we're celebrating we're celebrating as vaccinated people so we'll get to go out and do some things be a lot of fun what are you how are you going to celebrate so when we first came here to jacksonville before we even moved we had first visited we um we ate at a restaurant orsay over here on the west side have you ever eaten there I don't know that I've heard of it. Well, it's very fancy pants, and it's by the people that brought you Bellwether and Black Sheep. I like those places. I do too. I do too. And this is this is their. Um, how can I say this? Like if uh, Bellwether's their Old Navy, you know what I mean. Um, Black Sheep is their Gap. This is their Banana Republic. Mm, nice. This yeah. is <laughs> the closer. <laughs> this yeah. is the closer. And uh, so we visited uh, here and we ate there. We're kind of on a vacation. Have not gone back since because we've been busy living actual life. So we're going there for a birthday. That's cool. Tomorrow. Nice. Kind of a late late dinner. It's going to be fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday, Jessica. Birthdays are very fun. You're the birthday Especially guy. in Jacksonville. What You've mentioned being the birthday guy before. What makes you the birthday guy? Uh, well, I remember, I had a hard time remembering Jessica's birthday, but I would say like, I have always been known for the, as the guy that remembers people's birthdays. Just like if I've only met them once, I always kind of remember their birthday. Like yeah, this yeah. is June 30th. so Mine's July 30th. Third. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to DW Co. Show. Uh, you can reach me, Darren, at dwhiteandco.com or on Twitter at RealDarrenWhite. You can reach Derek, Derek, D-E-R-E-K at dwhiteandco.com. Or uh, what is it? Derek Reeves with three E's. <laughs> My face is so red. <laughs> Nailing it, dude. <laughs> Thanks for listening to DW Co. Show. We'll be back next week. And remember, you can stay up to date with everything D. White & Co. at dwhiteandco.com. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>